Hey everybody, Pastor Caleb with CWC here in Winston-Salem, just continuing in our Lent devotional on the book of John. We are in day 14. Um, I'm so glad you stuck with this, and I pray that you will continue to commit to it um, and just allow God to work in your life. Um, So hey, let's dig straight in. We're going to be in John 4, verses 43 through 54 today. After the two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judah to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. So this story is carrying a lot of weight, in my opinion. Um, And that means that there's a few layers of meaning to tease out. But I think for the purpose of this Lent study and in our time that we have together, we need to focus on one thing, and that's the timing of it. Um, John, in all of these encounters, has been very specific about timing. Nicodemus is at night. The Samaritan woman is in the middle of the day. He stayed for two days. He had to go through Samaria, even though he really didn't. You see, Jesus is there just in time. Jesus' obedience and direction and his plan have all been determined by God and have to, it's almost like they had to be perfectly timed and perfectly placed to reveal his glory and his mission and all of that. Well, What's fascinating to me about the timing of it is that we still struggle with this. We, st- I, I struggle with this for crying out loud. Um, we are immediately wanting gratification. We are immediately wanting freedom from whatever we are seeking from God. And I'll be honest with you, like this official, he doesn't show up to Jesus just because his son started coughing yesterday. His son is about to die. He's been waiting on God. He He's almost there as a last ditch. Um, like, okay, look, Jesus is here. We got to do something. Let's go talk to him uh, or else my son's going to die. And he shows up and he says, hey, you got to come see my son. He's about to die. I think so often um, at the first inkling of stuff, we start praying that God will take something away and we expect it to be gone immediately because that's how things are supposed to work because our needs are the most important needs and there's nothing else going on but what we desire and what we want. And also that we know exactly how things should go. I'm obviously being extremely sarcastic when I say that. And even about myself, 
we don't typically know what the wisest thing is. Our goal uh, and our desire is usually for self-preservation and for an easy life. That's just the bottom line. But that's not always what happens. As a matter of fact, we live in a broken, fallen world. Bad stuff happens. Living is hard. But here we have Jesus who keeps showing up and keeps acting at exactly the right time. So, what I would say is for all of us to take a beat, allow God to work this thing out in his timing. Allow God to reveal himself and to move and to heal and to free and to just be God in his time. And let's accept that. I think it's important to notate Jesus is a subject to God's plan. Jesus is doing what God tells him to do. How much more if Jesus is obedient to the Father and patient and willing to, to uh, be molded or uh, transformed by God's timing, must we? If we are to follow Jesus' example and his willingness to go through this life at God's pace and to act as God instructs, how much more should we? And how much more should we trust God's timing and trust God's plan if we see Jesus wholeheartedly following, trusting, and doing as God commands? So, today, I pray that you will have patience and that you will have faith to allow God's timing and God's plan to play out in your life, even if you don't necessarily understand it, even if it's causing you anxiety. I pray that you will have patience and peace and faith that God not only is moving, but that he is working all things out for your good and for the good of the kingdom. Hey, I'm praying for you. I love you. Grace and peace.